And now it's time for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And we're the insiders. And the insiders this week are talking about the results of the Wisconsin Supreme Court primary. Um, this was a hotly contested race, lots of money spent. In fact, it's likely to go on to be the most expensive judicial race in the history of the United States. On the liberal side, it was a blowout for Protosewicz. On the conservative side, a narrow win by Dan Kelly. Um, the Democrat slash liberal candidates had a large portion of the vote, 55, almost 56 percent of the vote, where the Republican and conservative candidates only had 45 percent. Uh, Chuck, what, how do you think this race is going to turn out in April? This, uh, as it's classed as prologue, it looks like it's going to be a really strong race for the progressives in the spring. And again, I'll go back to what I said before, and I think this is really coming to the fore. I think reproductive rights is driving the message. I believe that women feel that they have been misled and that they have been patronized. They did not like the fact that Gorsuch, Tony Barrett, and Kavanaugh all to them, said, oh, we're going we're gonna to support stare decisis. We're going to support Roe. And then they did not. Now, I'm an attorney. I watched their testimony. I know they parsed their words. But I think most people felt that they made commitments that abortion would be legal. And I think that women are not there. They feel misled. They feel patronized. I think that they realize this is important for their, their friends, for their daughters, for, their, for themselves. And I think that this is going to dominate the debate. Uh, I think that uh, also, I, I do believe that the Republicans are in a really tough spot. Potosiewicz won more than the two Republican conservative candidates combined before you even add in the, 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 the Mitchell votes, the Everett Mitchell votes. I think that sets up. And by the way, the turnout, people say, oh, well, April of 18, when Kelly lost by 10 points or 11 points, different ballgame. You had the turnout. You realize that this primary turnout was only a couple percent behind what that turnout was in the general election? Ooh. This is not looking good for them. And by the way, Kelly is a proven loser. He lost by 10%. And I do think there's something, you know, he's he's very, very legal and judicial the way he presents himself. But I think it comes off as a, as a little bit over the top. So it's going to be interesting to see. But on top of all of that, I think Janet Protasewicz, the judge, is the strongest and most active candidate that I have seen ever in the state for a Supreme Court race, and better than almost anybody other than maybe you put them up. She's maybe not in the Tommy Thompson category, but pretty darn close. Well, I tell you, um, we told people in advance, we told our viewers in advance that um, this uh, February primary uh, electorate historically has been one of the most conservative. It's been one because it is it is white, it is older, it is higher income, higher educated, and historically that's been a good environment for the conservative candidate. But over the last 10 years, we've seen a shift in American politics. We've seen it at all sorts of different levels where high income, highly educated people have been moving to the left and lower scale people, that is to say working class folks without a college degree, have been moving to the right. Unfortunately, those folks are less likely to vote in something like a February primary. And so uh, the other night we saw that the liberal candidates actually dominated. They had a higher turnout uh, and more votes for the liberal candidates than the, than the conservative candidates. And that is a scary thing for the Republicans. I know that 
They're all going to be united right now uh, behind uh, Dan Kelly, the former Supreme Court justice, and they're all looking forward to fighting uh, on crime and law enforcement as we have in the past on uh, Supreme Court races, but that is not going to be enough to win this race. We have to find an issue on the conservative side that is as emotional and as personal as the abortion issue has been on the liberal side. That is how they are. They have they transformed that electorate. They transformed who turned out. That has to be combated on the conservative side, or we don't stand a chance. And I think the best shot um, at combating that is to take Protasiewicz's message and turn it back on her. So she has run this whole campaign talking about her values rather than her experience. Um, and so we need to say, conservatives, that she wants to, re to impose her values on the voters of Wisconsin. She doesn't want to impose the law on the voters of Wisconsin. She's trying to impose her values. That's the sort of thing that becomes emotional and personal enough to people. Is it enough to match the energy that the Democrats have behind the abortion issue? I don't know. And I think at the moment, there are a lot of observers who think that this race will go to the liberal candidate um, in April, and that will have ramifications in Wisconsin politics for a generation. You know, I don't disagree with anything that Scott has said, except that here, here's, I think, the reason. There's, there are usually underlying fundamental things that drive stuff. And I go back to what we've talked about previously on abortion, and it is this. The Republican Party went through this transition. Ronald Reagan served as a pro-choice governor in California, turned and became a pro-life president. George Bush, his vice president, also had to change and go from pro-choice to pro-life. I think his wife probably